Welcome to the Tash Show Podcast. It's FM 96, big rack, blown wide open. That's exactly what the London Knights have done. They've blown wide open this series against the Guelph Storm. Big win last night, 7-4. to four. It looks like it could be a sweep tomorrow night. And we've been having trouble contacting Seajoy, the radio station we made a bet with in Guelph. However, one of uh, our listeners has been dialing them all morning, finally got the morning show Mike and Alex on the phone and said, dudes, are you avoiding Taz and Jim? <laughs> yeah. Like, answer your phones. So he says that they, they said after 8.30 they would accept our phone call. Let's see if we can get them here. Trying to call Seajoy, radio station in Guelph, Ontario. Hello, hello? Mike and Alex, please. Mike and Alex here. It's those jerks from London. Oh, the jerks <laughs> from London. The losing team. Yes, I remember you. Right, now, now, Mike, Mike, we can't call them that just yet. we got to pull off quite the feet and win four in a row here. <laughs> yeah. Well, Hey, no big deal. You, you got us right where you want us, Guelph. Ah, no, you know what? We just want to make a couple of extra bucks with uh, home ice games, right? So Yeah, it's weird. We're in a moment right now where we want to lose the next game, kind of, so we can see them win at home. Yeah, yeah. Hey, don't worry, though. Uh, we'll try not to induce any riots when we take the series, all right? Yeah. So you guys are saying you're just doing this to sell a little extra sleem in there. Oh, you got it. That <laughs> home brew. Remember, you did get our uh, attachments, the, uh, the song that you're going to be playing from Ray Charles. Yeah. The Ray Charles, what's it called? Born to Lose? Uh, yes, I believe that's the name of it. Get used to the lyric. <laughs> okay, I, I love it. I see. I like this because we thought you had blocked our number, guys. We've oh. been calling and we've been getting the busy signal, but uh, you guys have picked up the phone and you're still behind your team, which I think is a formidable trait. Oh, and 100%. And you know what? After the Storm take the series against the Knights, uh, you guys can be behind your team and, you know, host meet and greets with them every Monday night at Jack's for dollar beers, right? (laughs) (laughs) You guys are the best. Thank you. You're so cute. You're so cute how you think there's still hope. (laughs) I like how they Googled London references. What can we we get them on? We were expecting like an eight-minute corn track from you guys. <laughs> you know what? Is it okay? Is it too late for us to switch it up? Oh, it's up to you. I mean, hey, right. we, we got a local band called Bob Noxious who wrote a song about the London Knights called Battle Ready. And we, we, well, it's only two minutes long. It'll be quick and painful. But uh, we'd, we'd love for you to play that one instead of the Guns N' Roses. We kind of changed our mind here. Well, obnoxious it is. I'll never have to hear it anyway, so it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> Mike and Alex, it's it, some fun games. I mean, 14 yeah. goals by the London Knights in the last two. Uh, hopefully we saved uh, seven or eight more for tomorrow night. Oh, boo. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you at the bud. All right. Thanks for being good sports. You as well, sir. Isn't 50% of your uh, population people who couldn't get into Western? (laughs) (laughs) 
It's a town full of people who can't afford to live in Toronto. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wants to live in Guelph. FM 96, Tournament of 64 Small Towns. 60 small towns have been eliminated. And a shout-out to Jim Smith from Sutton Select Realty. Holly Gully, the ultimate toy store. Partridge Lands- Landscaping, they do a great job. Maserati and Alfa Romeo of London for making this tournament possible. We are so close that these towns can taste it. Uh, shout out quickly to Blythe, Interkip, Belmont, and Delaware, all eliminated from the tournament yesterday. Which means remaining Jim Kelly, we've got St. Mary's versus Port Stanley today. That's right, Taz. St. Mary's, Ontario. Last year's winner, or as I like to call it, Quaint Mary's. Home of the St. Mary's Lincolns, and since they're called the Lincolns, that's why all the players grow a patented Abraham Lincoln playoff <laughs> neck beard this time of year. In the winter, you gotta visit St. Mary's River Valley Winter Tube Slide. Oh, yes. Yeah, not right now, though, because the tubes are attached to trees with ropes. But hey, see, just like the rest of us, to prevent accidents with kids, River Valley also keeps their tubes tied. They're taking on Port Stanley this morning, home of the Port Stanley Sailors, some of the strongest seamen around. Hey, guess what color the sailors' jerseys are? Navy. Port Stanley (laughs) Festival is also there. Port Stanley Festival, beautiful theater. Um, The Port Stanley Festival Theater is what they call it, where 35% of the patrons were actually people who thought they were going to GTs, then were too polite to leave. <laughs> also home to a Buccaneer restaurant right on the beach there that also pierces ears. Guess how much it costs to get your ears pierced at the Buccaneer restaurant, Taz? I'm going to say $1 per ear. You're close. A Buccaneer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they don't really pierce ears. They do not. But they're near a Pierce side pub. That's right. Uh, close enough. Thamesford. 
taking on Mount Bridges. What do you know about those two small towns? Mount Bridges, Ontario, Taz, home of rock and wheel concert every year. This summer featuring the Headstones. And they call it rock and wheel because everyone gets wheelie, wheelie, dwunk. And appropriate that the headstones are coming because Mount Bridges Cemetery is kind of like Pet Cemetery, where if you bury something dead in a certain spot, it gets resurrected. I knew a guy there named Steve from Mount Bridges who buried his sex life hoping it'd come back to life. And did it? Nah. He just put his junk in a hole and a skeleton grabbed it. <laughs> I'd say that. Hey, that's hey. a win. More action than he's got in a Second while. Second base, Taz, with the undead. But now he's in jail. Taking on Thamesford this morning. Thamesford, Ontario. They were actually going to shoot an episode of The Walking Dead in Thamesford, Ontario. No. But the producer said it looked a little too apocalypse Home of Mark the Machine, Hominick, legendary MMA fighter. And home to Thamesford, Timmy. Their version of Wyrton Willie. So the way it works is if Thamesford Timmy sticks his head out of his hole in February and doesn't see a shadow, it means an early spring. If Thamesford Sticky... If Thamesford Timmy sticks his head out of his hole and is promptly choked out by Mark Hominick, it means six more weeks of winter. And this year we got six more weeks of winter. Yeah. So you can blame Mark Hominick's jujitsu. <laughs> Rear naked choke. And Thamesford Timmy is a guy. It's not an animal. It's just a, yeah, a yeah. guy. Yeah, yeah. He's a man who lives underground. <laughs> One of those small towns is the greatest in the FM 96 listening area. It's crunch time, baby. Go online. Tell your friends. Tell your neighbors to vote now up until 7 p.m. at FM96.com. Pet Cemetery. One of the biggest movies at the box office right now. And this is such a treat. We have one of the stars of the film in studio with us. Welcome, Tonic, to the Taz Show. I'm going to say thanks for welcoming Tonic because he can't speak. <laughs> Hold on. I yes. think we got Tonic here. There we go. <laughs> Hi, Tonic. How are you? <laughs> no, that's too weak. He needs like a rar, you know? <laughs> Melissa is here as well. Melissa, you are the trainer, the handler. What do you call yourself? My position uh, in the credits is head trainer. Head trainer. Yeah. And how many cats were used in the movie Pet Cemetery? There were five cats that we trained in two months out of shelters. We trained them right here, hometown, London, Ontario. Hollywood wow. North. <laughs> <laughs> Four of the cats were used for the film. Kirk trained the evil cat. My partner, Kirk Jarrett, trained evil cat Leo. And Tonic played the happy, friendly uh, cat at the start of the movie. Pre-zombie, right. pre-undead. Before the cat is buried in the pet cemetery. Yes. Spoiler alert. Cans if, you, yeah, yeah. if you haven't seen the movie, if you're young, you didn't see the, the original film or you haven't read the book, bad things happen when you bury things in the pet cemetery. Yeah, that's the premise is that there's a, the family moves from Boston to Maine and they discover that the ground is sour in the pet cemetery, that there is evil ground behind them. Mm. And... Um, they first discover that with their cat church, hence the hence the story Pet Cemetery. But I mean it is by the master of horror himself, Stephen King, which when originally we were discussing this project, it was like, you know, that what a 
what a dream, like what a yeah. dream job. Well, h- how? How does a cat from London, Ontario end up in a big Hollywood movie? Uh, well, we actually adopted Tonic for the movie. So an animal coordinator of 30 years, uh, he lives in Toronto. So he does. he's done everything from Brokeback Mountain to Rise of the Planet of the Apes to Riverdale, the killing. And so his contract, he was contracted by Paramount to um, submit a pitch, an idea, and for that he needed a trainer. And uh, weird thing, there's not a lot of cat trainers around. Hmm. Um, How did you get into cat training, <laughs> Melissa? I have two businesses. I in, in London, I have In Dogs We Trust, which is a school, but I also have The Ultimates, which is a traveling stunt dog show. Yes. And in that traveling show, we have a, a cat that can do... Riding a scooter and balancing in a sit pretty on your That's head. So <laughs> sweet. I've seen dogs like do the push on a skateboard before. I've never seen a scooter. That sounds hilarious. That cat is like, uh, so is there a scene in the film where a cat needs to ride a scooter? Because uh, could you maybe could you maybe work that in there somehow? We tried. We really tried. Did yeah. it hits a ramp over an empty grave. Does this make any sense? Yeah. The directors actually came to London and the executive producer they came to London. To meet my cat and the cats that we had uh, we'd adopted, yeah. So, well, Tonic looks so cute, and I've seen the trailer for the new movie. Haven't seen it yet, but uh, the the cat that I see in the trailer looks all like the hair looks different. It looks a little freakier. Is that like, how do you make the cats look so grungy, like the the post pet cemetery cat look? We had a cat coloration team also from London, Ontario, uh, Tanya and Lindsay. And um, essentially, Kirk uses Hollywood connections to figure out what are the trade secrets um, to utilize on animals, which is all edible food products. And uh, so essentially, we can't tell you the trade secret, but it is all edible food products. And you put we, something uh, in the in the fur applied to the cat. Yeah. Now you can't just apply it to the cats because you know what they'll do. They'll just lick themselves and refuse to move. Mm-hmm. We actually did two months of training to teach the cats to be cool with wearing makeup, and that was a there was a huge part of the training <laughs> is the cat makeup team. <laughs> the cat bathing team. This is wild. We've got, the, if you're just joining us, the movie Pet Cemetery. Stephen King uh, cleaning up at the theater on the weekend. And we've got one of the stars of the film, Tonic the Cat, in studio. Uh, Jim, have you ever seen a cat on a leash before? This is the first time I think I've ever seen it. Maybe in a cartoon right. or something, but yeah, never in real life. You know, they always the cliche is never work with kids or animals on a movie set. And how hard is it to control these animals on the movie set? I mean, it was when you know how to train animals, and, and cats are significantly harder. It wasn't that we blew them out of the way. They they thought we were going to drop the cats on the set and hope for the best because everybody believes you can't train cats. Mm-hmm. But we trained the cats to do every single behavior, and Kirk utilized his experience um, managing sets, and we got access to the sets the day before. And by the time that the actors and the crew were there, the cats knew what to do. Wow. So, what, what was the most number of takes that the cats would have to do? Well, that's why we would go to four cats, right? So, um, But the most number of takes, there's a scene it's like what the cat... The, it's like what they do with the kids. They, they look for twins or triplets, right? So if mm-hmm. one kid's not behaving, they put yeah, another kid right. in there. Mary-Kate yes. and Ashley Olsen style. <laughs> that's yes. right. Yeah. yeah, the Gage character is a set of twins. Yeah, we did. We filmed uh, one scene three times. We refilmed it. We refilmed it. It's the cat coming back. We did that with every single cat because the cat had to do a long walk down 
down the road? Yeah. Is three that like doesn't that? Yeah. sound like that many. I was expecting to hear like 45 takes or no, something. No, sorry. Three separate times when we oh, filmed okay. it, we would do, but we only got three shots per cat. Okay. Still, you should so. hear me and Taz try to record a commercial. <laughs> <laughs> Ten takes good. easy, and the words are right there. <laughs> well, we've got a special screening going on in London, Ontario, tomorrow at the uh, Westmount Cineplex Odeon. Uh, the cat is going to be there. Tonic is going to be there. Tonic it, is going to be there, and Evil Leo, Evil Church Leo is going to be there. So is, th- is he going to be in full makeup? He's, he's not going to be in full makeup. <laughs> and so this is a meet and greet. You'll be able to get maybe a potograph. Yes, you huh? can do a photograph with a... I like it. Yeah, well photograph. <laughs> Get a little stamp pad. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and, and do a meet and greet. It's, you know, it, Paramount is doing a give back to us for, for uh, the work that we did with the cat and are supplying the, the theater. And that way we can thank all the crew from our hometown, London, where this huge, iconic character uh, came together. So, Thank you so much for coming in, Tonic. Appreciate it. <laughs> See you later, buddy. Melissa, thanks a lot. And if Thank you have you. any other uh, cats that you're training for big Hollywood films, let us know. We'd love to have you back on. Yeah, absolutely. Well, do gotcha. you have something in the works? I was going to say, Kirk and I have paired up, and we are continuously training animals <gasps> for movies. So uh, a London dog is on The Titans on Netflix. That's the DC superhero comic. And we had two London dogs on set with Goldie Hawn and Kurt Russell in the Christmas Chronicles and Netflix. So wow. this is all ongoing. We don't even need <laughs> Ryan Gosling and Rachel McAdams anymore. We got all these famous pets coming out of uh, the Forest City. <laughs> so right. cool. Final seconds playing out. End of a fabulous tournament. Rebound into the hands of Hunter. Virginia with the all-time turnaround title. Hey! Devin Peacock was right. He called it before the tournament kicked off. The March Madness champions. The Virginia Cavaliers. Yeah, it was a uh, a great game. I uh, only saw about the first uh, ten minutes of it because then I had to go to bed. But it went to the it went to overtime for the first time in a long time, and we're guaranteed to have a first time national champion. Neither Texas Tech or Virginia had ever won it. Virginia earned it. I mean, they they played great the entire season. They were known for their defense. They made enough three pointers when they had to, and they grinded it down. They they deserve it, especially after what happened last year when they were the first ever number one seed to lose to a number sixteen seed. Here is the coach of Virginia, Tony Bennett, accepting the trophy. Bernard Miro present the championship trophy to the University of Virginia. Congratulations, coach and team. I don't know if all these guys will remember this, but when they come into my office, I got a poster of Rocky on the steps. And I told them, I said, I just want a chance at a title fight one day. That's all we want. And these guys came to fight in this title, and now we're the chance. And I'm so thankful because this is a great story. Um, I played a song for them today called Hills and Valleys by Torrin Wells, and it just means that you're never alone in the hills or the valleys, and we face those from last year to this year, but the credit goes to these young men, and I can't wait to celebrate with my wife and my kids and my parents, and I do want to thank the Lord and my Savior. Yeah, make sure you thank your wife first, though. (laughs) (laughs) Here's that song that he mentioned. Let's listen to this. This must be a great pump-up song. Hills and valleys. If it got them so fired up that they won the championship, it's got to be a real thumper here. On the mountains, I will bow oh. my life to the one who <laughs> set me okay. there. 
Now, Coach, you had me at Rocky Balboa. <laughs> I was thinking this would be uh, something a little closer to Eye of the Tiger, but... Don't you picture this in the locker room as they're celebrating? <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, now let's go out there and get her done. I, uh, I'd enjoy this uh, with a nice uh, tepid glass of water. <laughs> It is a good message, though, hills and valleys, and they must have been so dejected after losing in the first round last year. So to come back and win it, it is. It's it's exactly what you want to see in sport, right? A great storyline. It's out of a movie. It's pretty much yeah. out of a movie, and they are already, Vegas has them as the odds-on favorite to repeat next year as well. I will my life to the one who sent me there. Let's do it, guys. And we'd like to say uh, congratulations to the MVP of the team, Jesus, for inspiring the lads. Well, congratulations to Virginia, and congratulations to anyone who actually listened to Devin Peacock and picked Virginia to win the NCAA March Madness Tournament. That's the Taz Show podcast. Make sure to subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. And remember, you can tune in on the radio, 95.9 on the uh, dial in the London area. That's FM 96 or FM 96.com.